0: hey beautiful people and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host Monica Ferguson and you are in the perfect place to level up. Here I cover all things personal development, mindset, healing, spirituality and manifesting your most abundant and impactful life. All done with a massive dose of real talk and an open book policy because who is time for superficial chit chat. Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing you and thank you for showing up when it would be way easier to watch Netflix. Let's get into it. Oh, and don't forget to connect with me over on Instagram at TheMonicaFerguson. Hey, hey, beautiful people. Monica Ferguson here, and welcome to this week's episode of World Domination. Now, the name of this podcast is Be Great which I borrowed from someone yesterday. But I love this. I think this is going to be my new little catch slogan that I use to sign things off. Because isn't that what it all boils down to? Being great. But being great, right? Not thinking about being great, actually showing up and being great, being who you are called to be. So we're going to talk about this today. We are going to speak about being great and being brave enough to go first. Because this is a huge thing and it took me so long to learn as well in my own journey to give myself permission to be the one to go first. Because for a long time, I was looking for someone else to follow, right? Someone else that I could model myself on and be like, I love them. I love how they do it. I'm going to copy them. And actually, one of my coaches said to me, um, no, stop doing that. (laughs) Like you're here to be you. You're here to be a leader. You're here to do whatever you're going to do. And all of these other people around you can help to, you know, instruct you, inform you, They're kind of like people that you try on and you take things and you take the lessons and you learn things from different people and you put it all together and you become you, right? And that is our job is to do us better than anyone else. That is not meant to be dirty. I know that's how it sounds, but keep it clean, folks. Keep it clean. So being brave enough to go first is a thing. Right, it is a thing and it takes tremendous courage. Now, when I'm talking about going first, I'm really talking about any area of our life, right? Whether that be in our family, if there are some really toxic, unhealthy patterns, or there's been, you know, a real sense of woundedness or unworthiness, uh, or tolerating abusive um, behavior from other people that's been passed down through the generations, or that everyone around you. Gets hammered every weekend, um, and you have decided that you actually want to start choosing healthier things and looking after yourself in the weekend, and you have goals that you want to work towards in the weekend instead of being hungover and whatever. Whatever these things are, right? It takes a tremendous amount of courage to be the one to go first when everyone around you is doing something different. And it is so easy to go with the pack, right? To be a sheep because it is it is easy no one's triggered by you by your growth as long as you fit in with them but what happens to those of us who start to get this feeling of man I know that I'm called for more I'm meant for more I choose more than this current thing whatever it may be and it can literally be any area of your life let's say it's relationships one day you just get so sick and you're like you know what I'm so done with this shit I'm done tolerating this crap I'm done waiting for text messages that don't come why am I choosing this yes those are amazing questions to ask right but what happens when your whole group of friends they all bond on their shitty toxic relationships so if you choose to start showing up differently if you choose to start taking much more responsibility and being much more empowered and they want to sit around complaining and being victims, what does that mean for your friendships? Well <clears throat> I hate to be the one to break it to you, but it's not looking good, boo. It's not looking good at all. For them, <laughs> for you it's looking even better. But here's something that I really wish people talked about more is how to bridge that gap between your old life and the, the new you and the one that you're becoming because I really struggled with this over the last few years I have to say I really struggled and I clung on to the past because I had all these fears and stories about what it meant if I didn't you know one of the things that I've spoken about on here so many times is Facebook memories you know it pops up two years ago on your birthday and I'm like I don't really talk to any of those people anymore and nothing happened we just kind of drifted apart right and that's it that's all it was but that is what happens because if you're not moving in the same direction or if one of you chooses to, to step up and and to claim more to seek more to be more then and the other one doesn't then you're speaking different languages right so what do we do internally with that when it's like, these are people that we've known our whole life and all of a sudden, they don't like our change. And they might not. But actually, that's not our responsibility. Like, of course, we still show up in love with integrity. But at the end of the day, we have, we don't choose how they react, right? So if you choosing to get healthy elicits a not very nice reaction from someone else, that's actually their trigger, right? It's their limiting belief or their fear or their level of comfort because what you've done is shown them that there's a new way and of course they already know that but if they want to stay where they are and you start stepping up and they liked you where you were well they're going to react however they react right but for you it's about being so committed and focused to your vision to knowing who you are to knowing that that God will always bring to you people to fill that gap, right? So if you let go of people, if you find yourself in a, in a season right now where it's, it's pretty dire, <laughs> it might seem that way, and I've been there, we look around and you're like, oh my gosh, no one gets me, I don't even know if I have any friends anymore. I think all of us have been there at one point or another on this journey. Guess what? there will always be new people that come in to replace that gap. But the gap has to be created first, right? If if your calendar is full up with people that drain you, that aren't good for you, then there's no room for anyone new, right? But when you start showing up as that new version of you with higher standards, with higher expectations, who operates at a higher level, then you're going to naturally attract people that are also operating at that same level, who no doubt feel exactly the same as you, because it gets smaller and smaller, right, the higher you go, because most people choose to operate at a certain level, and that's what society has kind of told us to do, right, so it's easier to blend in, it's easier to fit in than to stand out, and that's their choice, if they want to do that, that's totally fine, but you wouldn't be listening to this if that was you. I know that you're special, I know that you're different Because you wouldn't be listening to this otherwise People who want to blend in And not grow and are comfortable With that, don't listen to things On personal development They don't look to improve themselves, to grow To learn, they don't do that Right? So my first question For you is this When you think about Everyone that you know, your family, your friends Old people that you used to know And If you ever think, ugh Where are the the people, my people? Where are the ones like me? Maybe you're here to lead them. Maybe it's on you. Maybe the reason that you haven't found anyone else to follow, like me, like I shared before, is because you are the one that is called to step up. You're the one called to be the change so that they can follow you. They can see your example. They can see how far you've come and you become the example for them to focus on right you become the evidence of to them of oh this is what's possible what if that's the case and again I believe that it is because people who are not leaders do not listen to personal development they certainly don't listen to a podcast called world domination right this is the key (laughs) this is the key so what if that's the case And as you step up, you're going to find other people at that level, right? But it's going to require you to let go of the people who aren't ready to rise. And that can be the tricky thing, right? Because it's really easy to create stories about what that means. You know, if you choose to start working on that business idea that you have, to start writing the book, you choose to leave the toxic relationships and only settle for what you know you are worthy of, you choose to get up on the weekends and go and work out instead of being hungover. And the people that have come to know you a certain way don't like that. And they try and pull you back down. And they try and say things and shame you and criticize you. And this has happened to me many times. Or well, they don't believe in your vision because they can't see it. They want you to be realistic, whatever it may be. Your choice on how to navigate that is everything. Right your choice of the story that you create around that is everything because that's the one thing that you can control, right keeping your your vision locked and focused on what you are doing here is everything because it doesn't actually matter what they think it doesn't, and it will feel like it does when we're talking about letting go of people and you just actually realize, oh my gosh, like they actually drain me now or I can't be around that negative energy anymore or they don't believe in my vision and they're criticizing me all the time and they're like pressuring me to be a certain way. It gets to a point where you choose. You choose yourself and who you're becoming or you choose to stay comfortable and I do not believe that any of you will choose to stay comfortable because you wouldn't be here otherwise, right? Comfortable people don't try and help themselves, they don't try to grow, so In in those moments, I want to really reassure you that that will pass, right? It's all part of the process of the becoming, the unlearning of who you used to be and the becoming who you are, who you really are deep down, who you know you are this whole time. And it's not personal. You are a mirror for everyone of what's possible for them, And if they're not ready to do the work, it's much easier to judge, shame, criticize, control you than to confront our own demons and choose to level up and choose to do the work and choose to be self-aware. It's a lot easier to blame the person holding the mirror than to actually acknowledge that we don't like the reflection within it. It's a lot easier. But I also want you to know the power of you moving forward anyway even if you ruffle some feathers, even if other people really don't like this positive, empowered, new version of you that you're becoming, later down the line, you'll be amazed at how many people were positively impacted by you because you chose to keep going forward anyway. That is the key, right? It is so powerful because people who knew who you used to be and they see you creating this change It gives them permission to do it too. It absolutely does. And when it's someone that you know. And it's someone who grew up in your town. It's not someone that you're watching on TV. Who feels far away. You know and it feels impossible. It's someone who literally grew up in your neighborhood. Who you went to school with. Who's your brother's sister or whatever it may be. That changes everything. Absolutely changes everything. And so I want you to really remember that. That you're sowing seeds right. And even if. In the in the present moment what you're seeing is pushback and resistance what you're actually going to find further down the track is that you inspired so many people who never even told you okay so being so committed to your vision and where you're going is everything and when we set you know such clear and specific goals and we lock that in and we connect to that every day it's a huge motivator and it works with the subconscious mind but also it just keeps us focused on where we're going as opposed to looking at this stuff that we don't want to see which might be the resistance of other people right because we've all been there all of us who are on this path who are building something who are growing who have you know become much more than we used to be who have risen up all of us have stories like that i guarantee it and all of us have grown up and found new people who dig what we do Right. And this is the whole point of creating this community is for us to all connect because I don't want anyone to feel lonely on this journey because we're actually not. And with the powers of the internet and podcasting, we can connect to people all around the world who are in exactly the same boat, right? So, And I also want to remind you and celebrate you for your courage because it takes such a bold, amazing person to step up and end a cycle to go after their goals to move forward to step into the unknown it takes tremendous courage and so I'm so freaking proud of you if that's where you're at right now in any area of your life if, if you're creating change you're incredible and I am celebrating you even if no one in your circle is there's a whole group of us that are absolutely cheering you on So remember that it takes the boldest, bravest, most epic people who have the courage to create this change. Okay? Got it. Okay, next. Number two. Let's talk about limiting beliefs, okay? We could create 20 podcasts on this straight off the bat. But here is the key point that I actually want to really speak on is that What you think is the problem isn't the problem, okay? Let me expand on this. Now, in many other episodes, I've spoken about the subconscious and the conscious mind, right? So the subconscious mind making up 95-ish percent of our mind, dictating, driving all of our behavior. And its job is to keep us safe, to keep us alive. It does not give two shits about our happiness. It cares about our safety. And it keeps us safe by keeping us in the familiar, in the comfort zone, right? Much easier to manage life when we're constantly reliving the same circumstances and scenarios over and over again. Great from a point of view of survival, not great if you want happiness or evolution or expansion, which is actually where happiness comes from, right? Is our growth, our expansion. So we need to learn how to manage this. So we're managing the subconscious mind that's trying to keep us safe. We're managing those fears, those doubts, those worries, while also moving towards our goals and our desires. This is the key, right? So here's the thing. When I speak about limiting beliefs and how what you think is the problem, probably isn't the problem. Now I'm going to give you an example that most people throw up straight away, right? Which is... I can't afford it. I don't have enough money. Well, when I have the money, I will go and get the PT. I will eat better food. I will, um, I'll go to get that course or start the business or get a website or whatever it is, right? Now, it's not about the money. It's truly not. That's just our conscious mind throwing up a reason to justify what's going on at the deeper level. Which is this, self-sabotage. Now, before you freak out, I also want to say that self-sabotage is really self-protection. Right? Because the subconscious mind is always trying to keep us safe. So if, quote-unquote, sabotage is happening, it's really just a part of us that doesn't feel safe to get that thing that we're trying to get, right? Now, let's, let's speak about my journey, which I've spoken a lot about. Um, a little bit on the podcast, a lot on Instagram and stuff like that. My health journey right now. So currently I've I've released 24 kgs. Um and I'm still going and I'm getting really fit and strong and amazing and and all this stuff. Now I struggled to do that for so long. I've been dieting and stuff since I was a teenager. On off, self loathing, hated my body, so much shame, so much judgment, and I felt like such a failure. Because I could stick to a diet briefly and then something would always happen. And then I would, you know, go back to my old ways or I'd sabotage, you know, quote unquote, and inevitably end up bigger than I was to start with. Now, it was when I met my coach many years ago and he explained this principle to me, which changed my entire life. Our brain is trying to keep us safe. Our mind is simply trying to protect us. So my body actually felt better, safer, holding on to excess weight. Okay. So what you're telling me is that I'm not like a failure, a worthless piece of shit that can't stick at anything. I'm actually, there's actually parts of me that still need some love and some attention in order for me to feel safe to release this. Yes, that's exactly right. And now this applies to all areas of our life, right? Because our subconscious mind, is in charge of our survival and our safety. So, if it doesn't feel safe to do something, you cannot push your way through it. You can't um, will yourself to do something. If your subconscious mind is like, this is not good, this is not safe, and you keep pushing it, bad things happen, right? It'll stop you somehow. It'll break your leg or something will happen. Because remember, it is literally in charge of keeping you alive. So it doesn't care about your feelings, right? So for me, with the the context of releasing weight, as I I healed the parts of me that didn't feel safe, which came from some childhood stuff, trauma, you know, and not feeling safe, especially around men, um, you know, through various things, which I've spoken about before. But as I healed the parts of me that didn't feel safe, And I was able to to shift that and transform that using a lot of subconscious techniques, which are really simple. Um, All of a sudden, I was able to train and eat in a way that really makes me feel good and weight's just falling off, right? Now, if we think about this in the context of anything, let's say you want to start a business, you want to make more money, you want an amazing, loving relationship. Okay, great. Why haven't you got it right now? Because... There's still a part of you that doesn't feel safe to have it. Or else you would already have it. Now there's two things to this. One is. What you focus on expands. Right. So if you really want an incredible relationship. But all you do is focus on how shit you feel. Going to all your friends weddings. And you're always single. And you're going to die alone. Well. I mean it's no surprise if that. Why that's your experience. Right. It's really important that we are focused on what we desire. So. So use this time to focus on what you do want, watch a bunch of rom-coms, listen to beautiful romantic music, imagine what it would feel like to come home to someone that you love, sit in that energy, be excited, because it's not an accident what happens to you, it's cause and effect, right, now your subconscious mind has a process called generalized distort and delete, now what that means is that it's filtering your reality to validate you basically, Because our mind is being inundated with information, like millions of pieces of information per second. We can physically only process about 132. So it figures out what to filter out based on our beliefs. Now, if those beliefs are things that serve us, that's amazing. We're gonna have amazing, you know, blissful things happening left, right and center. If your dominant focus and your thoughts are on how shit you feel that you're single, how fat you are, how ugly you are, how broke you are, all these sorts of things, guess what? Your brain is literally going to filter for that experience. So you might have the freaking love of your life walking around, but you're not going to recognize it because your brain is literally filtering for the experience of loneliness, feeling like crap. But if you start, you know, stepping into that state and that feeling of, oh, what would it be like? Imagine being married to the love of my life. Start thinking about that literally, what would your wedding be like, what would you wear, who would your maid maid of honor be, or whatever, where would you go, create vision boards for your life, you should have these by now anyway, if you've been listening to me long enough, we want such a clear vision for your mind to move towards, right, because what you focus on expands, what you focus on dominantly is a literal direction for your subconscious mind, so you want amazing success, imagine it, dream it, Write your acceptance speech. I'm not even joking. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between real or imagined. So if you want something, you want to be great, see yourself at the end already. Imagine yourself crossing the line at the marathon. Imagine yourself in your dream outfit at your dream weight. Imagine dancing your first dance to the love of your life. Or um, at your book launch party or whatever. See where I'm going with this? Your mind doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. So why would we ever spend a second thinking about things we don't want? And often it's because we just don't realize our power. We really don't. And we're not really taught this stuff, are we? No. So the limiting beliefs are so important because we don't actually just want to look at the quote-unquote, you know, excuse or reason that our mind has thrown up. We actually want to look at what's going on deeper, Because if there's resistance in an area, let's say money, let's say money isn't flowing, okay, so you've identified that your focus is always on fear and not having enough, so you can start shifting that straight away. What do you actually want, how much, and by when? How can you start being more abundant now, right? How can you start acknowledging the abundance that already exists in your life? That's one thing. The next, though, is, is there a part of you that doesn't feel safe to receive that money or that abundance. Because what would it mean for you if you were to suddenly get the money that you want? What would that actually mean for you? Would it mean that you would then have to go out and start the business? And maybe you don't feel safe to be seen. Maybe you were taught as a kid that it wasn't safe to be seen, that you weren't good enough, that you're not talented enough, that no one cares what you think. So actually... This kind of facade, this mask reason of not having enough money is actually just a convenient excuse for you, for your mind to use so that you're not actually stepping out into a position where there's potential risk of getting hurt because your mind is trying to keep you safe, right? It doesn't want you to experience pain. It doesn't want you stepping out of the comfort zone, right? It wants you in the familiar, which is great for your mind, not so great for your soul, for your evolution, not so great for the world who desperately needs what you have to offer, what you have to bring, right? So I really encourage you guys, don't accept that first thought that comes up. And I had a great session with one of my one-on-one clients last week around this, and her focus for the session was around unleashing the wealth. Those were her words, which I think is amazing. Unleash the wealth Now our entire session was spent speaking about Her ex-partner And some stuff that happened when she was a kid Had nothing to do with money And as we got into it we realised It's her mind trying to protect her Right that's where she'd taken on this belief Of not being worthy So actually if she had the money Then she would have to do the work Which would require starting the business And being seen And she wasn't worthy in her mind I don't feel worthy I'm not good enough So instead of feeling that pain, her mind was like, well, you just can't afford it. So that's a good reason to not have to go into that, right? So what we did was we rewired that belief and now she's crushing it. Like amazing results in less than a week. It's incredible what happens as within, so without, right? So as we shift our inner feelings, that inner voice, our external world must reflect it. And remember, it is that subconscious process I spoke about generalize distort and delete so as you shift from I am not worthy I'm not good enough to I'm so worthy and I'm special and I'm here for a reason and I can help people right imagine what would happen your external world is going to reflect that back to you because all of a sudden your mind is filtering differently so this is why when we talk about beliefs we're not just fluffily talking about Oh, wouldn't it be nice to just think positive thoughts all the time? That's not what we're saying at all. We're saying that your mind is so powerful that what you instructed to do, it will. So make sure that what you're putting in is incredible. And don't be small thinking about it. Go big or go home, right? You were not put here to be small. Again, if you were, you wouldn't be listening to a podcast called World Domination. Absolutely not. And this is why I created this podcast for leaders like you, for people like you. For me to be your mirror to remind you of how incredible you are and how you are destined and called for greatness. There are things within you that the world needs. You're such a gift to all of us. And I'm here to remind you of that. All right. Okay. What else do I have here? Oh, that was such a good segue and I didn't even do that on purpose. (laughs) Okay. My last point here, you guys, is purpose. What do you actually think your purpose is? Because if you think that you happen to be on Earth at one of the most pivotal times of global awakening, I don't know if you have have noticed this or not. I'm sure you have because, you know, (laughs) it's quite big what's going on in the world right now. If you think it's an accident that you just happen to be here at this time, well, I think you're wrong, right? Now, keeping in mind that the chances of you being born are 1 in 400 trillion. One in 400 trillion. So you were chosen, you were created. All these gifts that you have, all these talents, the way that you see the world in such a unique way, all the experiences that you've had that have created you to be the person that you are, it's not for a reason. It's because you're here to lead. You're here to help the world. You're here to serve people. What you do is different to everyone else. You know, no one else in the history of humanity will ever have your fingerprint. That is how unique you are, how special you are. And I know that we spend all this time trying to fit in and blend into everyone else, but actually you were born, you were created to stand out. You were created to be different. Your experience and your life is different to literally every other person for a reason. And so those ideas and those dreams and those daydreams that you have, those thoughts that you can't quite shake, those things are for you. They are meant to be birthed in the world by you. And you don't need to know how. You don't. Your job is to be bold enough, be great enough to hold the vision of what's possible in your mind. What if you just played with that as an idea? What if I created this? What if I wrote this? What if by the end of next year I had written a book and published it and it was, number, it was a number one bestseller? What if I started the school? What if I was already married this time next year? Take the limits off, Right. Your mind will go where you instruct it to go. So be bold because the whole world benefits. Your family, your friends, everyone benefits from your positive example, from you stepping up, from you having the courage to be who you were called and created to be. Even if right now no one around you understands, know that there are people all around the world leaders, beautiful people, creatives, teachers, whoever. <laughs> That are exactly in the same boat as you. You guys are the world changers. You are the world leaders. You are the ones that change society. That change communities. That change families. Because of your courage. And it's an honor to be in your space. And to be connected with you. And I would love to hear. What are you creating right now? Let me know you guys. And I will have an awesome time. Chatting with you about that. And connecting with you. Super, super soon. See you soon guys. Bye. thank you for listening I would love to hear your key takeaways and aha moments from this episode and I just want to remind you that you can do amazing things you're incredible and if no one else today has told you they believe in you I do only a certain kind of person listens to a podcast like this the best one go get him